Hey guys, and welcome to the first official episode of my podcast. Um, Before we get started into any of the content or anything that I have planned to chat about with you guys today, I wanted to say the biggest thank you for anyone who has been so kind and so supportive. The response that I've gotten thus far is absolutely overwhelming in the best way. I, by the time I'm recording this now, it will have been a week since I announced the podcast and came out with the trailer episode. Um, Like I posted about on Instagram, this podcast will be coming out every Wednesday. Not entirely sure what time of the day. If you guys would like to DM my influence-ish Instagram and DM them and like tell me what time of day would be best for me to post the podcast I would love to hear from you guys or maybe I'll even like do a poll on my real Instagram But just in case send me a DM if you guys have any sort of preference for what time of day you would like this podcast to go out But yeah, I wanted to say thank you I'm I'm thrilled and I feel so excited and honestly like honored by all the people who reached out to me and like it it was just such a day of joy for me last Wednesday because it really felt as if I was accomplishing a dream even though I didn't really do anything except for record a 14-minute voice memo on GarageBand with this mic and put it out into the universe and I didn't do any sort of edits or anything so looking back on it and listening back on it I was like I really am rambling but I guess that's kind of what the content of a podcast is and I need to stop beating myself up about that but I want the format of this podcast um, like I said before to be kind of rambly kind of very 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 honest vulnerable like a public diary entry and I actually think that that's what I have on the bio of my podcast Instagram is like public diary of Maddie (laughs) because that's what I want this to be and I want this to almost feel like you guys are on the phone with a friend Um, and that's going to be kind of the goal and so I'm not really going to have again like I said a huge format even for today but yeah I just wanted to say thank you because I feel so honored and I feel So excited that so many of you guys have been so supportive and have messaged me and told me that you're going to be tuning in. That makes me feel so blessed and I owe it all to the Lord like at the end of the day because he has blessed me so much through giving me some sort of a platform in which I've been able to praise him and talk about him, talk about my relationship with him. And so ultimately I do want this to be a platform for his ultimate glory. But yeah, today I'm going to be talking about a topic that I am extremely, extremely passionate about. And I don't really know when this passion of mine started. It's kind of a weird topic to say that you're passionate about. But I want to talk about how to be alone and love it. Because this is something that I have learned how to embrace in my own life. But it has been a huge learning experience. I didn't always love being alone. And I'm going to chat with you guys a little bit about that. So when I say being alone, um, I know a lot of you guys view that in a negative connotation and I kind of want to, with this podcast, try to deconstruct that as best as I can in like a however long this podcast will be. (laughs) I want to try to start the process of tearing down any sort of negative perception you have of being alone because being alone does not always equate to loneliness and I'm going to tell you why. So... I'm going to start at the beginning um, when I was growing up in high school um, and I used to never like being alone. I was always the person who had to 
have somebody be with me. I always felt super self-conscious and I think a part of my anxiety surrounding doing things by myself, like I literally would never do anything by myself. I like literally would have a friend like, I'd be like, can you come with me to the bathroom? Like, you know, you know how high school girls do that and it's like a thing. Um, but I never wanted to be alone. And I think that stemmed from honestly just like an insecurity of like, I didn't have the confidence in myself to want to do anything alone. And thus I didn't like to go do things alone. I didn't like to do errands alone. Um, of course I did, I did things alone, but it was never my preference and it was never my first option. But now I'm sitting here and recording this podcast right now and the majority of my days that I spend, like in college, I'm now a junior in college, I spend them alone and I enjoy that so much and it's become such a such a consistent thing in my life is myself. And that's been, that's been so amazing. Um, but I want to tell you guys how I got there and that was honestly through a lot of having it like dealt to me, like those cards dealt to me. Obviously, I had I did have friends in high school who I'm so blessed to have grown up with. Um, but my parents did get divorced. My um, they separated the summer before my freshman year of high school, and I think that's when I started spending more time alone because I was dealing through that heartbreak, and that was obviously very very difficult of a thing to go through. And I know so many of you listening have divorced parents, so you understand what I'm saying. But there's obviously lots of pain that comes when you see the two people that you're closest with, your parents, um, separate and not be in that loving, intimate relationship with each other. It's heartbreaking because that is your example of love. And that's, everybody always wants to have the love that their parents have. So it's really hard when that's taken away from you. And there's been a lot of good that's come in my life. Obviously, um, there's been so much restoration and I can only thank the Lord for that in my life, but that's probably around the time that I started spending more time alone and I hated it. I hated it so much. Um, I just would kind of, I kind of started isolating myself and it wasn't in a happy way. I wasn't doing it because I wanted to spend time alone. I just found myself drawing back from friendships, drawing back from my family. There was just a lot of resentment and anger and bitterness in my heart. Um, but it wasn't until probably my senior year of high school when all of the dust was able to settle and I was able to see that, okay, the Lord is still active in my life. He's still writing my story. No, he's still allowing my story to play out and he's not finished with me yet. Um, when I was able to finally get some perspective and be like, okay, like there's so much beauty that's going to come out of these ashes of my parents' divorce and I'm going to come out on the other side. And it's because he has already claimed that victory for me and claimed that victory for my family and my loved ones. And he's done the same thing for you and anyone who has experienced that. Just know that the Lord like loves you so much and has you completely in the palm of his hand. In those situations, there's always some good that comes out of a broken place because the Lord has written your life for good and he has good for you and he's a good God. But that being said, my senior year, um, I got a job working at a boutique and I would go after school some days. I also was a nanny for two different families. So I think my gig was kind of like on Mondays and Tuesday, Monday through Wednesday, I'd work for one family and like babysit for them after school. And then Thursday, Friday, I would babysit for another family. So I was always pretty busy and um, during that time, I was like driving the kids to this and driving the kids to practice and it was so fun. But I spent a lot of time alone doing that and through that I gained a lot of independence. And 
it became very normal for me to just like leave school and then during my like senior year we had a thing called like flex which was um I'm trying to think I think it was like once every yeah it was like every other day we would have a flex and mine was in the afternoon so I was able to get out of school at like noon and I think that's pretty common for a lot of people's senior years um at least at my school like that was what we had is we would have like the choice to do our flex in the morning or like in the afternoon and I chose the afternoon so that I could leave school early so I would leave school and I would go do homework at a coffee shop and I created kind of this little routine for myself where I would go do homework at this coffee shop and then go back to school pick up the kids bring the kids to whatever practice and then go home And I started to really enjoy this time that I was spending with myself. And I started to kind of see it as a productive time because I started to gain a relationship with myself. And I think that's really the key to enjoying your time alone because how can you enjoy your time with anyone if you haven't gotten to know them? I think the same logic applies to yourself. How can you enjoy yourself if you haven't taken the time to get to know you and taken the time to get to know yourself? And so I started to kind of get to know myself and started to, that's around the time that I started my YouTube channel, um, was like right before my senior year of high school, like I talked about in last week's little trailer episode. But I started to really embrace the things that made me me because I started to, I decided, I made the decision in my head. I was like, I am, I'm deserving of following the things that I'm passionate about. And so are you. Like you are deserving of following the things that you're passionate about and doing it proudly. And like I said last week, doing it without applause. So I started my YouTube channel and I was really starting to embrace like, okay, this is something that I enjoy. I enjoy creating things. I enjoy like making content, putting it out in the world. Um, And then I got back into reading. Reading was always a huge part of my life growing up because my mom is a reading teacher. And it's actually kind of funny because she would make us like read a certain amount of books over the summer. It's so funny. Like she would make us read these like unassigned books because she was like, you have to read this amount of books. And now I thank her for it because reading is like still a huge part of my life. But then I started to get back into reading um, and started to do things that I'm passionate about when I had that free time after school during my flex period from like 12 to whenever I had to go pick the kids up. And so over time, I really started to crave and enjoy that time that I was spending with myself because I was giving myself the opportunity and the space to enjoy my own company and to enjoy my time with myself. And so that was, yeah, that was my senior year of high school. And from then, I really continued on in that. Um, Yeah, I I like came to college. I think I lost a little bit of that my freshman year because there's always the craziness with freshman year and you have this like pressure on you. Like, oh my gosh, I have to make this perfect friend group. Oh my gosh, I have to always seem like I'm doing something fun. I have to post about it on my Instagram. I have to seem like I have everything perfect. And, or maybe that's just me, but I feel like that's a pretty common Um, pressure that a lot of college freshmen feel especially when they're like leaving all that they've ever known in high school and starting over in college and you're just kind of like okay like back to square one I have to reintroduce myself to people and recreate this identity for myself and I get to rewrite my reputation and so there was a lot of that for me my freshman year and so I kind of neglected um, spending time alone and I would say that kind of continued on into my sophomore year because I ended up moving in with two roommates as opposed to one and so I had even less space and less alone time because I was constantly doing things constantly socializing and now um, my junior year I live in an apartment and I absolutely love it because I have my own room 
that I've been able to decorate exactly how I want and I have that own personal space. And so now I've kind of fallen back in love with spending time alone. Um, it's actually funny that I'm like doing this podcast episode on being alone because I actually had a presentation for my social work class. I would say it was about like two weeks ago. It was right before Thanksgiving break. And we, it is for my um, group therapy or social work with groups class, but it's basically like a class about how to lead social work groups. So like group therapy groups, like support groups, that type of thing. And it's like how to lead them, how to lead them effectively, how to be an effective communicator when working with a group of people. And so our assignment was to choose a topic that can relate to a lot of people and present it and lead a social work group like for the class. And then the people in the group are going to be your classmates. And so I chose the topic of being alone and I had to come up with like an icebreaker. I had to come up with different activities. Um, For one of the activities, I actually showed this TED talk that I can go ahead and try to link in the show notes. I haven't figured out how to do that yet, but if not, I will have it somewhere on my um, influence-ish Instagram. But I linked this TED Talk that I really liked and it's about like how to be alone and how to enjoy it and how to love it and how to reconnect with who you are as a person and like fall in love with that person. Because I think that really, like I said before, the, the most important thing about enjoying like being alone is enjoying yourself. Because you, you don't want to spend time with somebody that you don't like. Thus, you have to learn how to like yourself. So yeah, I showed them that TED Talk and it was an awesome TED Talk. So I'm going to try to find a way to link it for you guys. And then I also, this is my favorite part of the support group. I had them take them, I had them take themselves on a fake little date. So around the classroom, obviously this was like fake, like, cause I couldn't like have them actually take themselves out on a date. It was like in the classroom. So I spread out, spread them out around the classroom and I told them to pretend that they were at a little cafe and I went around the room and I gave them little cookies um and then I made like a menu for them with all sorts of little like play on words like I was like self-love souffle like (laughs) rest I don't know like I I had like different little like play on words of like menu items um so I created that little menu and then I also had them like I had like a little like fake flower in a vase at each of the little like sections little like places around the room and it was so awesome and I was so proud of myself um for doing that but on their little date with themselves I had them actually write a letter to their future selves and kind of encourage themselves that they would have a relationship with themselves and because I feel like sometimes you become your own worst enemy when you are constantly in your head and just beating yourself up and I think a lot of like getting to know yourself and learning how to love yourself has to do with like positive self-talk and like reminding yourself, like, I'm not my own worst enemy. Like I, this is the life that the Lord has given me. This is the life that I've been given. This is the body that I've been given. This is the personality that I've been given. And it was all created that way for a reason. Like I am not a mistake. Um, And just like accepting yourself, like as you are, is a huge, 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 huge step in learning how to enjoy your own company. And so that's like probably one of my number one tips is like, allow yourself to have the space to find out who you are and learn how to embrace that. Um, So for me, like I said, in high school, I had that gap in my day where I would go to a coffee shop and 
I just, I mean, I didn't have that much homework in high school. So I would like go and be like, okay, I'm going to do my homework. But then the homework would be done and I'd still have like several hours. So that gave me the time and space to actually think about like, what are the things that I'm passionate about? And I think that came from a lot of like self-reflection and I was able to sit with myself and be like, okay, what makes my heart beat faster? Like what makes me excited? What makes my, like, what, what am I on fire for? And so I like found those things. And for me, like I said, it was creating videos and I love to post YouTube videos and edit YouTube videos. And then I also was like, I love to read. And then um, from that, so actually after my freshman year of college, um, another thing that I found out that I loved was writing letters. And then now, um, if you guys follow me on any sort of my like social medias, whether it's like TikTok or Instagram, now I've been loving to do watercolor paintings and I've been finding that as a new passion. So I think a sign that you are on the right track is like discovering things that you love and doing them unapologetically because starting a YouTube channel, I don't know if I've like really talked about like how hard it's been on any of my social medias, but starting a YouTube channel was very difficult because I was surrounded by, I was in high school and that's like the most vicious time like to start something in which you're putting yourself out there and giving anyone and everyone the opportunity to poke and prod at you, especially when you're in such a transitional period of life. Like I wasn't confident at that point in my life, I wouldn't say like in high school, like even though I like started the channel my senior year of high school, was I completely like stable in my confidence? No, I was still working on it. So that was like the perfect time for somebody to say something mean and hurt my feelings about my channel. And that happened over and over again so it's not necessarily like I was completely confident by that point or completely ready to put myself out there but I did it anyways because I was like if I don't do this now when am I going to do it and looking back I'm so proud that I chose to do it at such a like hard time to be starting something because again I was surrounded by people who didn't understand social media I was surrounded by people who didn't understand like why would you want to do something that like nobody else is doing like why It's literally like High School Musical, like, why aren't you sticking to the status quo, you know, like, (laughs) why aren't you falling in line with everything that we've been doing, and I just didn't, and I'm still, to this day, very proud of that, and that's something that I don't take lightly, is that, like, I'm so thankful that my past self was able to stick through all of the negativity, because I wouldn't be where I am today, like, recording this podcast right now, and I wouldn't be the person that I am, and obviously so much of that I mean all of it is really due to the Lord pushing me through and being like okay I got you like keep pursuing the things that you're passionate about because I'm going to allow you to be a light to other people so at the end of the day that's the that's the only goal to be a light to other people and to be able to share with them like all the Lord has done through my life because it's not all about me so yeah learning learning the things that you enjoy and like being unapologetic about spending your time doing those things is a huge, huge factor. And I'll also say like giving yourself certain times that you are alone and like using those times productively because I know at least for me, like up until like when I hated being alone, like during all the loneliness that was going on through my parents' divorce, like that was the last thing I wanted to do, but I also wasn't using that time productively to figure out like how I could actually learn. And also I wanna add that just because you're doing something unapologetically and doing it with an air of confidence doesn't mean that you're completely confident. As I said, like there were so many mean things that people said to me in high school, so many mean things that people have said to me in college. And I thought I would like escape 
the meanness like when I went to a Christian university but that's not that's not the truth because like you're gonna see mean people everywhere and there's always gonna be people that are trying to tear down what you're doing especially if you're doing something that goes against um like the status quo or go goes against what other people see as cool or normal and it's like it's so boring to try to be cool like it's I'm literally so over it and the thing about being unapologetically yourself is a lot of it is faking it until you make it Um, I've posted a lot on my Instagram about like how I've become confident and I think honestly I posted about this in a blog recently but like a lot of it has been faking it till I make it and just like putting on an air of like okay like this is who I am I don't care if you don't like it and even if I did care I think just like um, projecting that I mean yeah like projecting that confidence out into the universe allowed me to really like step into that so don't be afraid to fake it until you make it because I think that there is a lot of wisdom and just like stepping into something like okay I'm confident because the Lord says that like I I believe what the Lord says about me and thus I'm gonna walk into it into that what am I saying and thus I'm gonna walk in that until I believe it and until I feel like it like a lot of a lot of confidence is really just like being like, okay, this is what the Lord says about me. And if you are a Christ follower like I am, then like what the Lord says about me is my identity. Thus, I have the freedom to walk in that. And even if I don't feel like it every day, it is the truth. And thus, like if I keep doing it in repetition, like learned behavior, like if I keep acting like it, eventually it will become my reality. Does that make sense? And so that's really like how I've been able to kind of do things, quote unquote, unapologetically, because I've been able to walk in that truth that the Lord has spoken over and over again about me and also about you guys. The things that he says about me as his child, like you guys are also his children and you get to walk in that freedom every single day. I think another thing that I've been learning about this subject is that the way like with with like creating a relationship with yourself and with becoming friends with yourself and with learning to enjoy your own company. Um, the way that you treat yourself is the way that you show others how to treat you. And I'll give an example of that that's a little bit more specific. So if I hold myself to a high standard and if I create high standards for the people that I surround myself with um, and by surround myself with, I mean like your best friends because like you are a summary of your five closest friends. And so I want to surround myself with people who are kind, people who Um, practice what they preach, people who are honest, people who are trustworthy, all of the things that a lot of people look for in their friends. And I want to surround myself with that, those qualities. It's like, I show other people, like, by the way that I treat myself and in those standards that I have for my friendships, how to treat me. And if I constantly talk crap about myself, and if I'm constantly beating myself up, and if I'm constantly selling myself short, Um, It makes it really hard for me to be successful in friendships and relationships with other people because if you have a deficit like in yourself that you are bringing to a friendship and or a relationship like if I'm coming into a relationship for example with somebody and I'm super super insecure I'm always going to project that onto the other person and that's always going to be the other person's job to try to make me feel better and to try to be my confidence when that is not their job. It's not somebody's job to be your confidence. It's not somebody's job to affirm you enough so that you feel good enough about yourself. That's something that you have to come to on your own. And once you're at that point, then you are able to be healthy in a relationship and be productive in a relationship because you're not giving somebody a burden that they were never meant to have. Um, And that's something that I've learned over the years. And I think 
a part of like creating a relationship with yourself is holding yourself to a high standard and keeping keeping high standards for yourself and for other people because if you don't accept like negative talk towards yourself people will realize that like people will take note of the way that you carry yourself and it will impact them and they'll be like okay I'm not gonna mess with her because I know that like she has confidence and it's not really worth it to try to like shatter her confidence because she already has it therefore I don't know I just feel like and a part of that like I said earlier is faking it till you make it and walking in that confidence regardless of if you feel it every day because your feelings are the last absolute last thing to put your trust in because they are fleeting and they change all the time um I feel like I'm really rambling at this point but I hope that this what I'm saying right now is connecting with you guys and is giving you guys some sort of clarity because I know I'm not the only one that feels this way and I definitely know that there was a time in my life like I said where I dreaded the concept of being alone and it was my worst nightmare to sit with my own thoughts but I think once you start to build that relationship with yourself and start to realize that like I get to be friends with myself because if once I reach that level of comfortability with myself, then I don't put expectations on other people to fill holes in my heart and in my life and deficits in my life, for example, confidence that they were never meant to bear. Like people are not meant to just make you feel better about yourself. Like I want to be surrounded by people personally that make me a better person and that encourage me not people that just make me feel good about myself i want like friends that are honest with me um so yeah that's just a little a little snippet of something that i've been learning right now and my my social work assignment actually really made me like ponder it and think about it more um but something that i've been growing in obviously there's still so much growth to be had but i hope that this has resonated with any of you in some way like you guys are so deserving of holding yourself to a high standard and being friends with yourself and really having a relationship with yourself and just like loving the person that you were created to be and obviously I mean there's so much growth and there's so much self-reflection and like self-awareness also to grow in because like caring for yourself and having a relationship with yourself doesn't have to necessarily equate to having pride that's an entirely different beast um and that's not what we want we don't want pride Um, but yeah, I hope that this resonates with some of you guys and I hope that this has been somewhat productive. Like I said, literally sitting here rambling, I am in my bed right now. Um, and okay, this is so funny. I created this little like poster, like from a scratch sheet of paper and I wrote like in the studio on it and put it in front of my like room. Like I taped it onto my like door so that my roommates don't like come in while I'm like in the middle of recording but I think my roommate just got home and I definitely want to go chit chat with her so I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and I hope that it was helpful in some way feel free to send me any suggestions like I said before um, I will never ever say that I have a perfect plan for this nor that I know what I'm doing because I don't but I think that's really the beauty of it and that kind of goes along with what I've been talking about today is like just not really like needing a plan and not really like needing to like explain and just like stepping into that confidence because that's what the Lord has called us all into to walk in and my prayer for you guys is that you also are able to step into that confidence because when you do then your relationship with yourself will blossom but yeah thank you guys for listening and I will talk to you guys next week um on my next episode of Influence-ish Bye.